Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. By chance, I had come across some skincare products, clean and dirty. And I was sold when I tried them and they worked and even more into it when I realized that these products were natural, that they were organic, that what I was putting on my skin was actually healthy for my body. And those are my two foundations when I am buying a product. Is it healthy for me? And is it actually going to work? Oh yeah. And the third, it better not cost me an arm and a leg. And that is where clean and dirty hit the mark of every single one of those points. And I was able to talk to Paula Haas, who is the founder and the CEO of Clean and Dirty today. I already was drawn to her when I saw her messaging, when I saw everything that she was doing, because listen, she is a boss babe. Who is a founder and CEO of a company as a woman? I'm already sold on. Then you hear her messaging, you hear what she does. And in the episode, she shares a lot about how she is using everything that she learned to share with other women and allow them to up-level themselves. That is exactly the kind of woman that is fit for the Fit and Fierce podcast. That is the exact kind of woman that all of you get so much value from. That is exactly who Paula Haas is. Hello, Paula. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I stumbled across you, Paula, and your company, Clean and Dirty, a couple months ago, and I was hooked. Hooked. (laughs) And if you guys hadn't listened, I actually had Paula's um, skincare line on my February favorite podcast because I just, I'm not the makeup guru or skincare guru by any means. But when I find something I love, which is few and far between, I tell the world about it. And I just, I so happy, so happy to come across your stuff. And you are so sweet because you reached out to me personally on our business Instagram (laughs) and you asked permission to feature us, which I thought was just like a really amazing value of your character and how you treat your business and how you treat the people that you work with. I was like, of course you can feature us. And then it was just a really valuable way to connect with people because then I started following you and started listening to your podcast and started connecting with you. And I've loved just seeing what you've been doing ever since. Well, thank you for those kind words and listening to the podcast. And (laughs) I, I assume most people wouldn't mind free promotion of their products, but at the same time, you never know. I don't know, you know, if my theories and feelings are aligned with what you want for your company. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll ask. I don't know. I'm from the Midwest. Maybe that's like the Midwest nice in me that you have to ask for permission. I don't know, but. Oh, nice. Where are you from? Uh, I grew up in Wisconsin and live in Minnesota now. Oh, our product photographer lives in Minnesota. Oh, you're kidding. 
yeah of course so she um she's got a thick accent she's so funny whenever we're asking for product photos and yeah bethany she's the best that and that name is like true true like midwesterner too oh bethany. yeah bethany burgoyne yep yep that <laughs> couldn't hit it more than that she's awesome well why don't you paula tell everybody a little bit if they're not familiar with clean and dirty first of all people where have you been and second of all what is it what what is this wonder that I've come across? Yeah, so we, um, I am the founder and the CEO of Clean and Dirty Natural Skincare. And in case you guys are Googling it right now, what you need to Google is CLN and DRTY. So we took out all of the vowels to try and make it a little more edgy, a little bit more fun. And we are a handmade small batch exceptional quality skincare company and we are handmade in Kingston Massachusetts so I started the company just about three years ago and I didn't really think that I was starting a company basically what it started out at as was I wanted natural skincare solutions for me and my family. And I was having a lot of trouble navigating the quote, natural and organic skincare world. Because I was buying these products and I was looking on the back of the labels and I still couldn't differentiate any of the ingredients from conventional products. So In addition to that, I was struggling with full face cystic acne. I was throwing tons of drying agents on my face and I was having premature aging, fine lines, dryness, wrinkles, and nothing was working for me. So I literally overnight launched an Etsy page. I launched a logo and I just started off at first um, our first product was actually our sunscreen and we can no longer sell that because it is an FDA approved product in order to validate um, SPF but then our second product is what has become one of our top sellers which is just a really simple effective premium quality luxury anti-aging oil So it's a face oil. And that was the first product that helped heal my cystic acne. And then we just kind of took it from there. We started listening to what our customers wanted, our friends wanted. And it's really been, um, you know, a lot of people ask about like how you make stuff go viral, how you do grassroots marketing, guerrilla marketing. And it has been completely that. Our advertising budget is minimum. I think it's probably like, less than 1% of our um, overall monthly budget. And it's just been, we just continue creating really exceptional quality, natural products that people love and they want to spread the love to their like friends about, which is exactly what you did. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And the part that I really love and was drawn to in your story is the pieces that I look for in skincare are my my top two. One, I want organic. I want natural. I want to make sure that whatever I'm putting on my largest organ is not riddled with chemicals and garbage. Of course. And I want it to actually work. Yeah. So that was one of the things. (laughs) Like it had to work, which you'd be surprised. Like it's 
it's really not that much to ask for, but so many products out there, especially natural ones, especially ones that are made by smaller businesses that you might find like a farmer's market, they might not work because they're not researched. Mm. Yeah. And what was your, what was the starting process? You said like basically overnight. Yeah, it was, um, I think right now in business, and I know a lot of your listeners are, you know, in the wellness industry, and they may be small business owners as well. There's a lot of buzzwords around business, capital, investors, you know, shark tanking it. There's a lot of people think that in order to start a business, they need all of this money, they need the beautiful office, they need the great logo. For us, that's not our story. So I started out in my kitchen in my 1000 square foot home making one product and selling it on Etsy. And then we made a little bit of profit from that. And then we invested that profit back into the company and we launched a second product. And then those two profits started, I mean, those two products started making some profit. And then we made a third product and it slowly started going like that. So it started out with a shelf in my pantry and then it moved to the entire pantry and then it moved to an entire closet and it was slow. I mean, in hindsight, three years really doesn't seem like that long. But I think a lot of small business owners, especially in product-based businesses, think that it has to happen in this big manner at first. And um, I, I really encourage people not to do that because we have taken on no business debt. We do not have any investors, so I own 100% of the company, and I can make all the company decisions, right? So when you start taking on loans and investors, you can't make decisions in the same way that you were able to. Um, A huge turning point for us is um, we actually won the first place prize through a local actually more of a regional bank. They're called Rockland Trust Bank here in Massachusetts. And it was a $10,000 small business prize. And that we were able to invest directly in the company, build a production facility, increase our inventory, um, work with business coaches, and really kind of move forward from there. I think that's such a valuable piece of information for everybody to hear. And I don't care whether that's you starting a business or you in a health journey or in a relationship or whatever it is, know that that instant gratification that we live in this world where we think that everything needs to be, Oh, I wake up, I'm going to start a business. I'm a multimillionaire. That's so far from the truth. Right. And yeah, you're totally right to just be confident in that, in whatever you're doing and know that that small consistent work every single day eventually leads us down the path where you need to be at. Absolutely. And I want to remind everybody, I mean, I think it's been a little bit more in the forefront now to not compare like where a business that you're admiring their middle to your beginning, because you don't know where they are. You don't know how much debt they have. You don't know what their struggle is and you don't know how much work they've put into it. So just honor where you are. And just keep on taking calculated small steps forward. And I guarantee you that you will continue growing. Absolutely. Again, for anybody, I don't care what manner of your life that is. It just applies to every aspect. Yeah, absolutely. Prior to all of this, Paula, did you have a business background? 
So I had a few um, Etsy shops that I was opening here and there. Like I made some jewelry and then I was reselling some handmade jewelry and I was an artist as well. So I had a background in selling on Etsy in e-commerce a little bit, but my background, I have my master's degree in communications management, which is just kind of a fancy word for marketing. <laughs> so those fancy just, terms that we toss around. Exactly. So it's just marketing and business development. Um, I think, I think that being said, um, I think it's important to have in business a background in some sort of business development or, you know, e-commerce was helpful. But I think the thing that has been most helpful is just um, networking with people, like building strong relationships, being authentic in who I am as the CEO of the company has been really the thing that's led us forward the most. What would be your biggest piece of advice or words of wisdom for somebody who is in that place where they're still working at it and it's been year two and they're not right where they're at and they're kind of losing that confidence and that drive in themselves? Um, Stop being the smartest person in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's been my thing. Like that's been the thing that I've been focusing on recently. If, if you're stuck, go and surround yourself with people and they don't even have to be in your field. Like in your, like I wouldn't even search for people in the, in the like skincare wellness industry. I search for people in the handmade industry or in the women owned business industry or industries that are kind of larger umbrellas of what you do and, and find mentors, you know, take courses, take lessons, search the YouTube videos, listen to podcasts and really go outside of your comfort zone, but find people that are smarter than you that are more successful than you and that at least for perception are where you want to be and ask them questions, guide you, like find every single resource that they have out there and just absolutely eat it all up. I think there's a lot of value in diversifying our surroundings and whether that again is in your business, whether that's just on your Instagram feed whether that's the people you hang out with, the books you read, we get such routines Mm -hmm. with the same content or the same information. But once you start to open your eyes to all these other aspects, you really learn so much more. Yes, absolutely. I would have thought if you had told me um, maybe about two years ago, if you had asked like where I was finding the most valuable relationships with, I would have said like, well, other skincare companies, you know, other wellness companies and actually our most valuable relationships have come from kind of like those parallel industries so we have really amazing relationships with um fitness studios or yoga studios or salons so people that have like the same target market as you but aren't necessarily selling the same exact thing just opening up to not being always dog eat dog competitive but how can you make that a partnership Precisely. You got it. (laughs) Was it important to you? You mentioned that your products are made locally. Was that Mm -hmm. something very important to you? Um, it's, it's become important to me. So when we first started to be really honest, it was just all I knew how to do. Like I didn't know anything about production, like outside of the local area, anything in terms of like getting other people to produce our products. And it's honestly, I started making the product by hand. 
Um, I still make it occasionally and I have a team that makes it as well. So it's something that became part of our brand story and our customers absolutely love. It has come up occasionally, you know, will we get production, you know, people who produce for us? Is that something that we'd be interested in? And, And right now it's not. Um, we, we love our production facility. We love our team that, that makes our products. And I think we're going to stick with that. So it's not, you know, it wasn't like, I'd love to tell like a story sometimes. Oh yes. It was like the core of our company values that it had to be handmade in Massachusetts. It's just kind of what worked for (laughs) us. And it's, it's become like a very sweet spot. Like right now I'm actually looking at our production facility, all of our raw materials, all of our packaging. And it's, it's kind of a sweet little baby to me. And I don't want to give that up. Thank you for being honest. Yeah. First of all, that's great. I, most people would just kind of one up into that and say like, yes, this is, but like, that's just the way that it worked out. Yeah, exactly. Like if we find a place that does it in the same quality that we do it, that's awesome. But right now my team loves making products. We love that within one week we can, you know, make a groundbreaking product. We can figure out the, the, um, the recipe for it and figure out the formulation. If you were working with a manufacturer, that would take over a year of sending recipes back and forth, of sending ingredients back and forth. It really cuts down on the time of going from manufacturer to consumer. And we really enjoy that. So I think we'll be sticking with it for now. I know that on your website and one of the lines that really, really caught my eye was talking about you really want to have the highest quality of things that you can pronounce, ingredients that you can actually say, but at a price point that is remains accessible to your customers. Mm-hmm. Was price point something that you really struggled with or was that an easy decision for you to make? Price point was a really easy decision. Yeah. So, and the reason being is that we were pricing too low at the beginning. Um, we were pricing for the quality of our ingredients. I, I didn't know the skincare world. I didn't know the beauty industry. I was, I still consider ourselves very relative newcomers to it. And I didn't understand how skincare was priced. And I'm going to give your listeners a really big secret. Skincare is primarily priced on what brand you are buying from and what kind of container it is in. (laughs) How pretty the package looks. Precisely. You are paying primarily for the packaging. So now when we're looking at our competitors, we, and like, and competitors that have very similar products to us and we look at their ingredients we like honestly sometimes hold our heads shaking and saying how do they have the audacity to charge that price for it so I mean we we started I started pricing too low because I didn't see the value in the company when I was just making a few products out of my kitchen and then I wanted to start making a profit for myself and then I had to start looking at the prices and bringing it up a little bit and then I had to start and then I started looking wow we really do have absolutely quality ingredients and then I started learning about finance and accounting what profit margins should look like so we decided to we actually bought our prices up quite a bit over the past few years I have not heard one person complain about it we've actually 
had people still compliment us on the value of our pricing, which just shows like if you are a business owner, price at value, like price at like what you are truly worth and so that you can pay yourself because I guarantee people are going to see the value of your product and not complain about it. Was there? Oh, oh, I was just going to say, but like also we want to make it accessible. Like Mm -hmm. we don't want to, we want to have integrity in our product. So I want to pay myself, I want to pay my team, and I want to be able to make a profit, but I don't want to be ripping people off just for pretty packaging. (laughs) Was there an internal struggle that you had when you realized, like, I actually have more value than this, should I be charging more? Um, Yeah, I did. But I was actually working with an awesome business coach at that time. Her name is Renee Christine. And if you're in the kind of the handmade industry, you should really look her up. Um, She really coaches a lot on pricing premium. And that made me feel so much better because think about it. If you are given two products that look exactly the same and they don't have a label on them, you don't know what company they are. And one of them is priced at $50 and one of them is priced at $20. You're going to believe that the $50 product is for some reason of more value, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to believe that it's more better quality. And our products are a higher value. They are a better quality. So that's the price point that we price at. But it's still, it's still accessible. Which is what I admire so much yeah. about. Again, I want... That's my third piece with with skincare, with anything that I'm purchasing. I want it to know that it's quality, whatever I'm putting on me. It's actually going to do the work. And I don't want to spend a fortune on something. I just don't. That's that's not how I want to allocate the money that I have. Right. Our money is a valuable resource, and we want to respect that on our consumers. But we also want to respect, you know, that that value of the quality as well. You bring up so many great points and whether that is, again, somebody who has a business or somebody just struggling with their day to day, it's realizing that what value you are bringing can sometimes be difficult, but it is necessary in your business. It was necessary for people to take you seriously in your personal life. It's important. So other people take us seriously and think Mm -hmm. that we are with that. And then also the benefit of working with a coach or a support that can kind of give you that little shake and push in a direction that maybe you wouldn't necessarily have as much ease in all by yourself. Absolutely game-changing, yeah. Why was it important for you to – you talked in the beginning a little bit about, but why was it actually really important to make a product that was natural and organic? So um, one of the stories I tell when I first started the company and actually the first aha moment that led to Clean and Dirty was I have two little girls who are now almost five years old and two years old. And my oldest, her name is Juniper, and she was a little baby, just about three or four months old. And she was born in April. So she's she's almost, almost five years a old. birthday. Yeah, we're right there. And so in I think it was around June, I had just sprayed like a conventional sunscreen all over my body, like one of those CVS spray sunscreens. And I hoisted her up my shoulder and I was carrying her around the house and she was teething and she latched onto my shoulder and she just started gnawing on my shoulder. And 
I realized like as a mother, sometimes we don't take the best care of ourselves and what really brings to our attention, how, what kind of care we're taking of our environment is the effect it has on our children. Mm. And I had this moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just sprayed. I don't know what chemicals on my body. And not only is she touching them, but they are directly going into her mouth. So you can't, I mean, if any of your listeners are mothers, you know that you really have no control over what goes in your children's mm-hmm. mouths. <laughs> like no control. As much it. as everyone white knuckles <laughs> and tries, it's just inevitable. Yeah, they shove everything in their mouths, including your body. And I thought, my goodness, like I need to find something that I feel safe putting on my body that if she put in her mouth, I wouldn't have this little mini panic attack again. So at that point, I started formulating the first product, the sunscreen. That's a great. Yeah. It's just a great realm to think about it. Yeah. And And thankfully, I think the conversation is a little bit more about what we're putting on and what chemicals we're using. Right. And that's kind of the standard that we've kept. Like I can, I still have two young daughters. Like I see, you know, they're five and two. And I want to know that anything that we make at Clean and Dirty, if it's on my bathroom counter, they can touch it. They can open it. They can put it on their body. You know, we do face masks all the time. Like they put the lotion on their face when they've got a little bit of redness on their face. Any single thing they can put on their body. And I feel comfortable with that. And I can't tell you how many parents have contacted us asking that as well. Like, can I use this product on my children? I share that story with them. Mm. And such a great, a great selling point Mm -hmm. for people. Yeah. And if it's safe on your kids, it's definitely safe on you. Absolutely. And like you said, I think so many of us put, especially as women, you get put a little bit on the back burner, like, okay, whatever, I'll put whatever sunscreen, but suddenly, oh, wait, that's going to be on my child or in my child's mouth. Is that how I want my home to be? Precisely. You nailed it. You have such a great aspect now on business and with what you do and how you do. Tell us a little bit also about how you're expanding and what is the brand boss system? (laughs) Oh, it's the best. So in next to skincare, I would honestly say that as clean and dirty has grown, 60% of the questions that I get are skincare related, but then 40%, like over the past three years, have been business questions from other entrepreneurs, from other small business owners, people looking to start their own businesses who ask how we've done it, you know, ask the questions that you just asked me, like, how do you start slow? Do I need investors? How do I start, you know, producing products? How do I work with marketing? constant questions. And though I love talking one-on-one to my friends and my people and our followers, I really started thinking that there is an opportunity to take the key elements of what I have learned and be able to present them to our community, to other small business owners, so they can honestly straight up replicate our marketing strategies and our branding strategies that we've proven to be successful. So a passion project that I've been working on for the past few months has been something called the Brand Boss System, and it's an online coaching course. It's 11 video-based modules that is perfect for small business CEOs, and it's all about letting them brand themselves as the CEOs, learning how to be like 
powerful, yet also that little bit of vulnerability that connects people to you and how to market through Instagram, through Facebook, and how to market especially through um, email and get their customers to know, like, trust, and buy from them. So it's self-led and we are launching. I'm, I'm about to tell you this. I have not shared it with anybody yet. Ooh, exclusive. We have exclusive. We have a launch date and it's going to be March 29th is going to be our VIP launch. Oh, that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe I just said it. Yay! I love when that gets to come out. Like, the, it, there's something very, very special when it's like, okay, well, now it's out. Yeah, now it's got to happen. March 29th is our VIP launch. Well, we'll hold you accountable to that. Yeah, and people can sign up for that um, at paulahoss.com. So it's P-A-U-L-A-H-O-S-S.com. They can get on the email list, and they're going to get all the information for the VIP launch. So exciting. Yeah. Paula, you are definitely the woman that I align with and admire so much because one, you're this incredible boss babe that is just doing great things, but you also are there to say, Hey, I'm going to take all of you and you're going to level up with me. Like I'm going to show you exactly what I'm doing. So you, every other woman can have, or man can have just as much success as I am. Yeah, I want to see people succeed. Like, we got to lift each other up. Like, I don't care if you're in skincare. I don't care if you're in wellness. I want to see you succeed. I want to see your business thrive because there is just this amazing new way of working for people these days. So many people are moving away from corporate jobs. They're moving away from the daily grind. They're seeking flexibility. They're seeking leadership. And I mean, I have been blessed with a ton of information. I have taken a ton of time to learn these systems and figure out what what works best. And why not share it with people? I mean, nothing good comes from just keeping stuff close to your chest. Mm, So true. I am so excited to say that today's episode is sponsored by the Self-Love Challenge Retreat that is coming up Memorial Day weekend. If you're ready for a unique, empowering experience with like-minded women, listen to this. Can you imagine yourself at an adult slumber party with self-care, with yoga, with meditation, nature, creative workshops, and just soulful conversations and connecting? It's coming to relax, renew, and really discover how to follow your own happiness. If this is something that you need in your life, and let's be honest, who the heck doesn't, contact Brandy Wilson. She is the creator of the Self-Love Challenge. She has all the information for you, and I will have her contact information in the show notes. I am beyond ecstatic to say that I get to be part of this. I will be speaking. I will be teaching. I will be there enjoying every moment of it, and it is exactly what you guys need to do too. Make sure to check the link in the bio and to talk to Brandy for more information. There's something really interesting to this shift that's happening right now of people being a lot more open and willing to hire a coach business-wise, health-wise, lifestyle coach, whatever that is. And especially I feel in business, we don't in college learn the nitty gritty of what it takes to find an investor if you need to, or set up a website or how to market online. There's a lot of pieces that I feel like people have to learn the hard way. Oh my gosh, you are nailing it. You are absolutely nailing it. I mean, none of that stuff is taught in school. And I think there is a massive shift coming in that as well. I mean, I I don't think I learned any of that in college. I honestly, 
confession, I kind of regret going to grad school because, yeah, I can say I have my master's in communications management, but I learned a little bit of accounting in there and I learned how to do business for other businesses. I never learned how to do business for myself. So it's so valuable and it's so cool that there's now this like knowledge marketplace where we can learn from other people that are succeeding in the areas that we would want to succeed in and actually learn specific skills. So you can find people who are fitness coaches. Like if you want to learn how to power lift, you find a power lifting coach. If you want to learn how to do accounting for your business, you find an accounting coach or someone who teaches accounting courses. Like there's people, this knowledge sharing is happening right now. And it's just, it's so cool. And I think it's really going to shift the way that we look at higher education. I believe so too, because we don't think anything about, or not as much as putting myself as I did in a good amount of debt to go to college. But when I was going to first hire a coach, I was like, oh gosh, I have to pay X amount of money. Like this is ridiculous. And I got so much more value out of a 12 week coaching program. Then again, not knocking my education. I find a lot of value in that. But then I did in my six years of my undergrad and my master's work. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you, if your listeners are kind of second guessing coaches or they're thinking about, you know, going for a master's degree, look at, look at your options, look at what's out there before you, I'm not even going to get into student loans. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, now we're like down a whole different rabbit hole of like tangents of other things, but. Don't take the student loans. Yeah. But an, a whole other topic to be done on a different kind Precisely. of <laughs> What is your favorite product that you have on Clean and Dirty? So we do seasonal collections. This is something that I learned from one of my business coaches. So similar to like what a, um like a fashion line would do. We do four seasonal collections a year. We just launched our spring collection and we have something called freshly peeled and it's a 10% AHA lactic and glycolic acid peel. So it's completely natural. It's, and we worked with the same formulators that formulate for like the big Sephora brands. This is like the first time we were able to do it and it's so flipping exciting. So like we formulated with like the big dogs. So it's derived from pineapple and grape and papaya. And it's all of these fruit acid enzymes. You put it on your face for about 10 minutes and all of those enzymes work like little Pac-Men to eat away all the dead skin on your face. You wash it off and you have like the baby soft face like you've always dreamed of. So that's my favorite right now. And is the spring collection available right now on the website? It is available. It's all very limited edition. So we keep selling out and we keep restocking. So for everybody who's listening, like if it's sold out right now, make sure you get on our email list. If you scroll to the bottom of cleananddirty.com, you can sign up that way and get notified when stuff is back in stock. And you don't just have facial skincare products, correct? Correct. We have a selection of body products as well. And deodorants, I think, was another piece I saw. On there. Yes, and that's a hot seller. I bet. I bet a lot of a good buzz right now about really thinking about all those other where we other, put other chemicals on our body as well. Oh, big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you, Paula? You had mentioned a couple places, but if they're really digging in, where to both not only um, 
clean and dirty, but also the brand boss system. You got it. So um, our website for clean and dirty is CLN and drty.com cleananddirty.com you can also find me personally at paulahoss.com so p-a-u-l-a-h-o-s-s.com we hang out mostly on instagram so on instagram you can find clean and dirty at clean and dirty so c-l-n-a-n-d-d-r-t-y um you can find me at paula tamara hoss apparently somebody already took paula hoss (laughs) It's like some <laughs> Spanish woman. I wanted to contact her and be like, can I have, like you- she hasn't updated in years. Do you have to have that? I know. That was my point. I'm like, is this necessary? You haven't <laughs> updated in like five years. Can I please have it? So it's Paula Tamara Haas. And that's where you can find me. Um, we always spoil our email list VIPs the most. So sign up for the email list on cleananddirty.com and also on paulahaas.com. And you can also find Clean and Dirty on Facebook at facebook.com slash clean and dirty. Amazing. And all of that will be in the show notes for sure. Yeah. So everyone can go and just click right on that link and get directed right to wherever they are wanting to find you more at. The episode would not be complete without some rapid fire questions. So oh, goodness. are you I'm ready? Nervous. I'm nervous. Oh, I was listening. I was listening to the other like episodes trying to prepare. Trying myself. to think of like, okay, I'll, I'll be as kind as possible. I promise. Oh no, let's get dirty. Oh, okay. Let's do it then. So since you are skincare related, I would actually be really interested to know morning or evening routine. Oh, that's so good. Um, So morning routine is I will generally use one of my favorite products that's not a clean and dirty product is a Bosha product, and it's called their exfoliating peel gel. So I'm obsessed with that product. It kind of, you rub it all over your face when your face is dry and dirty, and it kind of comes off like in little balls on your face, like the dirt. So I use that. I've been following that with our, it's called the New Romantic. It's also from the spring collection. It's a cleansing stick so it almost looks like a little deodorant and you rub it all over your face and it works to depuff kind of the same that like a jade roller would because it has that hard pressure on your skin I follow with our balancing toner and um, our luxury anti-aging cream so that's my morning routine and then depending on what I'm doing for the day if I'm just kind of staying in the office I might not wear any makeup Uh, I try and like let my skin breathe a little bit more. But if I know that I've got meetings out of the house or if I'm doing any live videos, I'll, you know, try and put on a little bit of makeup. (laughs) Um, I usually go like heavy on makeup on Sundays, which are our church days. I try and look like a human being. And then evening routine, I am obsessed. It was a winter product that we put out and we actually moved it to our core products. I love oil cleansing. Have you heard of oil cleansing? Uh, A little bit. I have started to see a little more. So tell us. So we have a product called the Rose Oil Cleansing Balm. So oil cleansing is actually putting oil on your face to clean the oil off of your face. And it's really good for people who have acne prone skin or combination skin, because if you have very oil producing skin, it's actually probably like a result of imbalance. So you may be drying out your skin too much and your skin may be overcompensating. So we have this solid oil cleansing balm that you scoop out 
it's like this gorgeous deep red color and it smells so flipping good like roses and lavender and you massage it onto dry skin you kind of melt it in your hands you massage it into dry skin and it dissolves all of the oil all of the makeup everything off of your face and then you take a hot cloth and you just wipe it off and literally you could finish right there if you wanted because it already cleansed and moisturized you so it's it's one of my favorites and then I'll usually I'll do that and then I'll use either like one of our masks or that serum that I was talking about and I'll follow with an oil-based moisturizer so we have our luxury anti-aging oil which was actually the second product that we ever produced and it's a core product. It's so good. And I like an oil at night because it just kind of gives it more time to sink in and really kind of plump up your skin overnight. That's such good information, especially for somebody I have shared. I struggled and have for years with acne and just not nice skin. So to one, hear that and to know that there is something out there is really, I know that somebody will benefit from that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to give you guys another part of my skin routine, which is not like skin based in the morning. um, I take a double dose of evening primrose oil, like as a supplement. So that's really good if you have that jawline hormonal acne, which I have big time. So if you suffer from hormonal acne, evening primrose oil as a supplement really helps kind of even that out and could really reduce a lot of that inflammation. Oh, thank you. You're valuable to me just because of this right now. <laughs> yeah. like, this is worth everything. Yeah, it's the best. It's really made a, a difference in my skin. Do you have a certain, I'm going to, we're going to rapid fire is going forever on this. Yeah. Do you have a certain brand of evening primrose oil that you like? Um, I actually get it on Amazon and I'm not going to look it up right now because I'd have to put down my device. That's okay. But um, if you search evening primrose oil on Amazon, I think it's their number one seller. And um, it's a pretty high dose of it. So I recommend that one. Awesome. What is the best advice that anyone has ever given you, Paula? Mm. I'm, I've been going recently with that. Don't be the smartest person in the room. Mm, I like yeah, that one too. I'm, I've been digging that one recently. I don't know if it's the best advice I've ever gotten. And uh, always clean your side of the street. So... Mm-hmm we're going in like somewhere, somewhere else deep right now, but I, I've been sober for 12 years and recovery is a big part of my story. And I, I was not the kindest person. I was not the best person in in previous lives. And I think as long as in terms of business and in terms of life, in terms of wellness, in terms of everything, if you keep your side of the street clean, if you are kind to people, if you are good to people, if you lead with integrity, and if you just simply don't hurt people as you go through life, you're going to be successful. That's a very good one. Both of them are very good ones. What is your super weapon? My husband. Yes. My husband and my assistant. I like those. Yeah. My my husband is honestly the the kindest, most patient, most generous man that I have ever encountered. And we we met under only circumstances that could have been orchestrated by God. We met in a bar in Berlin, Germany. Oh my when gosh. I, yeah. When I was 
blackout drunk and just in the depths of my addiction. And he had the most patience with me. And he saw something in me that I'm getting all emotional that no one ever saw in me when pretty much everybody I knew had given up on me. And um, he has just been there for me through everything. And he's amazing. And I just love him so much. And I have also an amazing assistant. Um, Her name is Niev. And she does everything. She watches my kids. She takes out my garbage. She makes the products that clean and dirty. She answers customer emails. She reminds me of everything that I'm forgetting. So I think in short, just having good people around you. It's not about having a million people around you. It's about having a few really amazing people around you. I'm not even going to venture to say I can say with very positivity from just speaking with you in the last 40 minutes that the reason that you have good people around you, Paula, is because you give that back to everybody else around you. Thank you. And to finish, what does being fierce mean to you? Just always asking for forgiveness rather than permission. I think, um, yeah, just going for it, like just going for it, asking for forgiveness rather than permission, making the next step, you know, just reaching out to people that you are intimidated by and asking how they do it. And, and leading fearlessly, because honestly, guys, like, what's the worst that will happen? Like, what's the worst thing that could happen if you follow your dream? What's the worst thing that could happen if you reach out to the person that you admire so much? Like, what's the worst thing that could happen if you go to that gym class that you have been really intimidated by? You throw up. Big deal. <laughs> actually, two people that I love, two coaches that I work with, they actually met well. Well, one of their brothers threw up in someone else's class. So see, even if you throw up, then it leads to a really good outcome. Exactly. (laughs) Like buy the ticket, go on the plane trip, go to the class, like just, just take the next step and lead fearlessly. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.